1: and are atheists more moral we're going to talk about it welcome in this is religionless christianity i am your host spencer this is my wonderful wife nikki and today we got a couple of news stories for you. We're gonna to try to get to the second news story, a little bit lighter of a topic for today, but we're probably gonna focus more on this first news story. So, do you have anything mm-hmm. you want to say, honey, before we dive in?
2: I just want to bring up our prayer request for us, just to help us get all of our stuff packed into a smaller U-Haul because they don't have. The biggest one available so I don't know that like God will make a way for us to <laughs> shove a lot of stuff in there and we're giving a lot of stuff away but I just I don't know the stress of moving just pray about that for us and we also want to have your prayer requests on there so we can pray for you and um yeah life is just life is just harder when we are not praying for one another and not hearing those praise reports because those praise reports really boost your faith and give, I don't know, just people are always excited hearing how God answers prayer. It really does bring joy to other people to hear about that. So please put your praise reports, prayer requests up on our Discord channel and we will be praying for you and praising with you.
1: Yep, so we are getting ready to move. So next week we will be moving into our new place, moving into a new state. So we should still have episodes coming out on schedule. shouldn't affect that. But if it does, please give us a little bit of grace. We will have those episodes up as best we can. But our life will be a little bit hectic. So give us a little bit of grace if things (laughs) aren't as, I guess, tip top as they normally are. So (laughs) But then, yeah, like and subscribe to the channel. And I still have a question up on Facebook. I mentioned the previous ep- episode. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I just didn't ask it properly, but I wanted to get some thoughts from the listeners, the people that are on Facebook, kind of if you thought Satan had a bigger, more like global deception going on and what you thought that might be. I've gotten, you know, a couple answers and stuff, but, you know, <laughs> I asked a question and people give me like a like. I like your question. <laughs> One person was like, amen. <laughs> How do you say amen to a question without answering the question? So uh, if you care, the links will be in the description. Go jump on Facebook and let us know what you think. We'd love to hear what you guys think about that. So anywho, let's get into this first news story, honey. And this comes from um, Yahoo Do you want to just go up to the top and read the headline and maybe the first paragraph or two?
2: So the headline reads, Are religious people more moral? It's a good question, though. (laughs) Why do people distrust atheists? A study we conducted led by psychologist Will
1: Gervais, Gervais
2: found widespread and extreme moral prejudice against atheists around the world. Across all continents, people assume that those who committed immoral acts, even extreme ones such as serial murder, were more likely to be atheists. Although this was the first demonstration of such bias at a global scale, its existence is hardly surprising.
1: Is it surprising? So why I'm interested in this article really has nothing to do with atheists. Um, We were just laughing about some of the notes I took down, like, atheists are always trying to claim that they have morals apart from god you know that they don't really need a morality giver and you know we just have them because back when we were apes and monkeys and (laughs) stealing bananas from each other was bad so that carried over somehow to us now as humans or whatever they come up with so not really concerned i'm more concerned about it from the christian point of view Mm -hmm. so We'll kind of read a little bit more of this article before we dive into it.
2: Popular religiosity tends to be much more practical and intuitive. This is what religious studies scholars call theological incorrectness.
1: Yep. It says popular religiosity tends to be more practical and intuitive. They call that theological incorrectness. And then he goes on to say, in fact, theological incorrectness is the norm rather than rather than the exception among believers and i think this is where we are you know certainly in america we have a nation that by a large majority claims to be christian yet they don't actually follow any of the christian tenets and yeah
2: that's why it's hard to do a poll among christians because you don't know like their answers a lot of them don't even know what the bible says so it's not even an accurate poll most of
1: the times so no you can't get an accurate poll and that's kind of why i find this fascinating um and he touches on that here if i can find it yeah um if you want to read this paragraph right here Mm -hmm.
2: it says for this reason sociologist Mark Chavez called the idea that people behave in accordance with religious beliefs and commandments. The religious congruence fallacy.
1: Yep. And I think this religious congruence fallacy, like you mentioned, is why basically this article reads the way it does, but also why most polling and stuff on Christians read the way that they do. Right. You know, So many of like self-professed Christians just don't actually live a Christian life or adhere to any Christian doctrine. So when a pollster goes out and is like, hey, are you a Christian? They're like, of course I'm a Christian. They're like, cool. Do you uh, think you should have sex outside of marriage? And they're like, absolutely. Like, well, didn't you just say you're a Christian? You know, and we've covered stats before in this show uh, in previous episodes and, I think it's worth doing again. I think it's always worth reminding. And I've just pulled up Pew Research, just a couple of different articles. And Pew Research says that one third of Americans read the Bible weekly. But it says basically, you know, like, what is that? 33%. So they say like 65 to 70% of Americans claim to be Christian. And yet somehow only 30% of us are reading the Bible weekly which I would say is a pretty Christian idea that you should be in the word.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: It says only 40% of Christians say reading the Bible is an essential part of what being a Christian is to them personally. Like, How do
2: you even know if you haven't read it? You have your own definition outside of
1: And that's the the biggest problem of this is, you know, you pull these people, Hey, are you a Christian? And they're like, Oh, of course we're Christians love the Lord. Right. And they're like, cool. So do you read the Bible? Nope. Do you think reading the Bible is important? They're like, not to me. And then the other one that I pull was just a question that I thought was (laughs) pretty funny, uh, sad, funny, but it says only 60% of self-professed Christians. And this was according to Christianity today knew that Jesus delivered the sermon on the mount. <laughs>
2: like, so just the lower half the people knew that. Yeah, you know, I
1: guess if yeah, if you're not reading the Bible and you don't think the Bible's even important, like the most important sermon given in scripture, and you're like, I don't know, was it
2: <sighs>
1: Peter? Was it Zechariah? I don't know. You
2: know The thing is is like it's our being a Christian doesn't make you or claiming you're a Christian doesn't make you moral not gonna it's a heart issue all people are wicked yeah. except for when you're truly born again when you're made into a new creation given a new heart if you don't have a new heart your new heart when you're born again wants to learn wants to be a disciple and those that teacher discipling you is jesus and that's his word and you're saying you don't need jesus when you say you don't need the bible
1: and i think that's why when you see it's kind of hard to find polls that are like this but you'll see them sometimes where they'll pull you know christians and it'll be like christians who attend church regularly or you know multiple times a week or whatever happens to be versus christians who don't and the numbers are so drastically different because like when you actually pull like the real christians that are born again that are. Actively seeking after God and actively, you and know,
2: how do people know? It's like you to pull them; you need to know them personally.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you get an accurate poll of that, but yeah. when you actually do figure that, like the numbers are much different. Like true born again believers that adhere to Scripture, um, try to actually live it out in their daily life; like they are more moral. What if
2: they were pulled based on like? a church are like, all right, we went to such and such a church and other churches very similar in theology and pulled those people. So you could be more, all right, we know what these people, how this pastor preaches. And this is more likely what would be said. And I don't know, I well, don't know how I'm to sure make it more accurate. too
1: that there is part of this that I think, especially when it comes to like atheists and stuff, they probably like getting polling and stuff that shows that Christians really aren't, you know, doing what they say they believe. Mm-hmm. I think it, they like that. So I just wanted to caution you with this article that, you know, whenever you hear studies about how views that Christians hold or how Christians act, these are typically not like sold out Christians that are being right. polled, you know, because The simple fact is, and you read through the polls and you come to realize that most Christians don't really have a true grasp of the faith that they claim to believe in, I guess. and You know, if you look at James 2.19, and he says, you believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe. So like, yeah, you go and, hey, do you believe in God? They're like, 100% I believe in a God. And they're like cool you're a christian let's yeah uh, i watch porn every day and i steal from my neighbors and well that's the
2: gospel people believe in, you know, is just say a prayer and then continue in your sin so i wonder where they were at like what city they were in when they do this poll do they all stand like are you just polling people as they're walking downtown somewhere like in vegas hey are you a christian <laughs> like, i couldn't see always. a lot of the specifics
1: <laughs> of these polls because they're hidden behind like paywalls to you know uh Oh, more like academic papers. I know papers I didn't dig into stuff, it too much, but and I didn't want to pay for it. So, <clears throat> um, but the last point that I wanted to make on this article, it goes on to say, "Today we have other ways of policing morality, but this evolutionary heritage is still with us. Although statistics show that atheists commit fewer crimes than average, the widespread prejudice against them, as highlighted by our study, reflects intuitions that have been forged through centuries and might be hard to overcome." And I just wanted to say, like, on this show, because we've had this brought up to us, like, we're pretty tough on American Christianity. I mean, if you've listened to any number of our episodes, you know we're pretty tough on American Christianity. And I still believe that America is the greatest Christian nation on the planet. You know, we give the most around the world. We support church plants all over the world. We defend Christians all around the world. We still do all those things. We are still the best (laughs) hope for Christians spreading Christianity on this planet currently. Um, but I just wanted to use kind of a sports reference to make my point if I could. And, um, I'm sure you don't know about this, honey, cause you don't watch sports, but <laughs> in the NFL, there's a phenomenon that's kind of known as, um, the super bowl, like runner up jinx. And it kind of goes that the teams that make the super bowl and lose, Roughly half of those teams don't even make the playoffs the following year, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which is weird. You would assume like this is the second best team kind of technically in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And then the next year, a few months later, they can't even make the playoffs. And like, why does that happen? And there's a lot of reasons for why this might happen. But I think one of the reasons for why it happens is, you know, you think that you're really close, like, ah, man, we were just a few plays away or a couple of bad play calls. Let's just get this team back together, let's run it back again, and we'll win. Well, while you're just sort of resting on your laurels or your thing, like everybody else is changing what they do to catch up to you and pass you. So you see this a lot where teams, they lose the Super Bowl, and they're like, we're just going to bring everybody back and go back at it. And everybody else has made adjustments to you. I mean, and the great teams are the ones that, like the Patriots, And they would win a Super Bowl and make big changes. They'd let some of their um, Pro Bowl players go or bring new players Mm -hmm. in and make big changes because they would look at themselves differently. Like we're the best currently, how can we get better? And I think that's the way we should look at American Christianity. We are the best, but we can't just rest on that and be like, oh, well, we had Billy Graham 40 years ago. Like, no, man, because if you just rest on it, you're going to fall away so we need to constantly be looking at ourselves looking in the mirror figuring out where our flaws are where our weaknesses are and trying to correct those and that's what we want to do when we look at polls like this and talk about american christianity is not to sort of deride the american christian because it is still the most charitable person on the planet and they still by and large do a lot of good around the world but like we just want to sort of call them back and remind them that there's more to this Christian faith than just saying you believe in Jesus. Cause even the demons believe yeah. there's action that is required when you say you're a Christian or a follower of Christ. It's so it's
2: so important to be like Jesus, to not stay in the world because you lukewarm Christian judging the atheist, you're no different. And this is a scheme of Satan though. You know, he doesn't want atheists. I would think. I can't really speak for him, but in my mind, I'm thinking he wouldn't want the atheist to be so wicked. He wants there to be a, you know, a godliness apart from God to fool people so that they can say, well, look at the Christian. They are doing all these sins, but this atheist is so, they're so good in the world's eyes. They're so loving toward others. And that, I mean, there's not so much, the world should be more wicked, honestly. And I Give credit to God. The Holy Spirit is in the earth today. And it's amazing as time goes on, like we are getting more and more wicked, but I think it has a lot to do because the Christians are not reading their word and knowing how we're supposed to live. And it's going to get more wicked because of that. But the Holy Spirit restrains wickedness in the earth. So I'm not going to give any credit to any man. For that, it's all because of God. Because once the Holy Spirit is removed, we're going to be like in the days of Noah. It's not going to be good. God's, you know, he had to wipe out the earth because it was so bad. So the Holy Spirit's in the earth today. But this is why we need to call Christians back to the word of God and to honor the name that we say we bear and not bring shame to his name.
1: Yes, we definitely do. It's important. So that's a pretty heavy topic, um, and I'm sure we'll talk about the failings of American Christianity um, in future episodes. But yeah. we do want to end this on a little bit lighter of a note. <laughs> this article um, made me laugh. Go to the other one first. Um, oh, I thought I was in that one because I just like the headline much oh, more. There is. Oh, um, so if okay. you want to read this headline, honey.
2: Okay. Parents outraged after Florida high school edits girls yearbook pictures to make clothes more conservative. <laughs>
1: so uh, this is a pretty, <laughs> we've, pretty funny news article. And the article kind of goes on to talk about how these parents from this Florida high school Bartram trail high, I think <laughs> there's like over 80 girls in this yearbook who went to school, got their pictures taken. And then when the parents had bought the yearbook, they noticed that they were cropped to make their pictures more conservative. So the picture mm-hmm. that they show in the article, and we'll have all these articles linked, um, is of a ninth grade girl named Riley, I think. And the picture shows she's wearing like a black shirt and it shows sort of the top of her cleavage. Um, not a lot, like obviously we're desensitized in America. so. Most of us wouldn't even notice this is really being all that overly sexualized, but they basically crop it out like a black rectangle (laughs) and like cover up all our cleavage. And the parents are like, how dare you? And they talk in here how the parents are like, or the girl I think mentions that she says that she felt um, like they, or she says, I felt confident that day and I looked good in dress code, ninth grade. Zoe, this is another girl, Zoe Lannan told the news, when I sent it to my mom and all of us saw it, I felt very sexualized. Like that was what they were worried about. (laughs) She felt sexualized when they covered up her cleavage, but she felt completely good. Well, she probably felt embarrassed
2: that like, well, maybe it was bad. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, it looks like what people normally wear. Like I wouldn't look. I don't know. I wouldn't judge, judge her, but it's just—it's
1: just very funny to think that a parent is like, "How dare you cover up the like? I dressed my daughter like that on purpose. She's got great cleavage, and I wanted to show the world." And you know, we're uh, everyone knows the Bible verse, right? You should raise your children up in the way they should go, and when they're older, they won't depart. I was like, I wonder if these parents are trying to raise them up to be part of the like free the nipple movement of all the women that (laughs) think it's oppressive to wear bras. So maybe that's what they're trying to raise them up to. But
2: um, I mean, I can understand them being upset because they are tampering with the photo like they're paying, you know, for these pictures and the girls dress a certain way and they were in school dress code. So that's the part that's wrong. And then the other part in the article, the boys swim team that's in the yearbook, they're in speedos, which is weird. And there's no picture. Was there a picture? In-
1: no, they didn't show it. And they do. Me- and again, odd. that is sort of
2: speedos.
1: Yeah. You're kind like- of, you should be consistent. So they, apparently they mentioned in here that there was over 80 photos that were all edited and they were all females probably for much the same reason. But then they mentioned that there was a picture of the men's swim team and they were, all like teenage boys in Speedos. So yeah, you should have some consistency there. I would say the Speedo picture doesn't need to be in a yearbook either. And if you're gonna cover up the cleavage and stuff like that, obviously I'm not necessarily opposed to that. We've done an episode on modesty here. We're big fans of it, but maybe change your dress code if that's the way you want people to look. And it's funny, they're outraged. You know, We're kind of making light of it. I wonder what they but, thought was
2: going to come of it. Like, we're going to do this. and Nobody's going to notice.
1: Yeah. And it's just funny. The stories, there's a couple articles and they go on to talk about how the parents went to school and they're like, oh, is my daughter in dress code? And they're like, yes, of course she is. And you're like, oh, well, why isn't it good enough for the yearbook? Like, I feel like you should be embarrassed as a parent if you're like, Going to argue that your daughter's cleavage should be shown, and she's a ninth grader. So yes.
2: that is a weird. Situation. I don't know. If you guys
1: feel different than us, let us know on social media. This story is pretty funny. I'd encourage you to go read it and have a good <laughs> chuckle. But anywho, do you have any last thoughts, babies, we get ready to wrap this up? Um. Nope. All right, guys, go check these stories out. Let us know what you think. Jump on Facebook. Um, We'd love to know, like I said, what you think about kind of Satan on a global scale. If you think there is anything, I'm very interested in that. But that's all we got for you guys. Love you. God bless.